And welcome back to Crypto Natural, everybody's favorite podcast about cryptids, UFOs, myths, legends, and the truth behind some of our more common beliefs. As always, I am Jake, and I'm joined by my baby brother. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tristan. All right, buddy, this is your week. You got something good. This is my week, and I have been preparing for this for about the past two weeks um, by doing my research through, uh, well... Through exposure therapy, I would like to just say. So you watch Supernatural? No, actually. Actually, no. Um, this one, uh, I was introduced to through Supernatural, but uh, this legend is the uh, the legend of the life of Robert Johnson. The king of the Delta Blues, brother. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing this week. I'm going to recount some of the history and some of the common legend behind Robert Johnson and his music. I do love me some Robert Johnson. Some Bobby John. Alright, so uh, I may get dates wrong because every source that I tried to find on Robert Johnson said different things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of legend behind him. Um, The most common thing is he was born in Louisiana. Mm He he Early in life, he loved the blues. He loved the guitar. And so he would commonly go out to bars and other places and listen to um, other blues musicians, such as like Willie Brown and other famous blues blues musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, in his young adulthood, he would do this common, um, commonly and, you know, go out and do these things. And after every blues musician, he would go up on stage and start plucking around with the guitar. He loved these things. Um, And a lot of people said that this boy, Robert Johnson, couldn't lick a guitar, couldn't play a lick. He would try Mm -hmm. and do chords, and he would just sound horrible, even getting booed off stage. Mm -hmm. Which is the basis for the legend. Yes, yes. Um, Well, one day he disappeared. Totally just fell off the face of the earth. And disappeared from the public Mm -hmm. for about a year. And then he came back and got up on stage. And everyone that was there was like, oh, it's Robert Johnson again. He sucks. Oh, not this guy. Exactly. Not this guy. Oh, he sucks. He's so horrible. He gets up there and he plays the first lick of a famous song. I can't remember what song. Each one had a different song. He plays the opening chords. And his fingers are flying across this guitar, and he is playing intricate chords and intricate melodies, mm-hmm. and he's playing them beautifully and perfectly. And everybody's like, what the heck did this guy do? Mm-hmm. Um, from there, he went on to release, uh, I guess, an album, one studio album of eight songs. Mm-hmm. And then, um, basically, he got this, uh, his love, the love of his life, got her pregnant. And after he got her pregnant, he vowed to never play the blues in public again Mm -hmm. for the child's sake. He vowed to get a good, well-paying job and just be a regular man because his wife hated him being gone all the time playing the blues. Right. Well, as he... Um, as the date to the baby's birth came closer and closer and closer, 
um, he decided, I'm going to start playing blues again. Uh, you know, I'm in southern Louisiana. Her parents live in northern Louisiana. She's going to have her baby in northern Louisiana with her parents. So he was going to tour, basically, north, pretty much playing at every bar he could um, as a last hurrah for his music. Plus make a little extra money. Yeah, of course, he's about to have a kid. Um, so he's playing north and north and north, and, you know, it's getting closer and closer to the date the baby's supposed to be born. And so he's about two days outside of where his wife is supposed to give birth. And he decides to play one last bar. So he goes in, he plays his set, gets super drunk, passes out. The next day, he rides as hard as he can, runs as hard as he can to his wife to be there when the baby's born. And once he got there, um, the mother of his then, I think it was fiance, he, they hadn't officially married yet, mm -hmm. uh, met him at the end of the drive and said, hey, baby was born last night, killed both the mother and the child. That's some hearts. That's some hard stuff. And for everybody that really doesn't know, uh, who Robert Johnson is. Um, he is one of my favorite blues players, but you got to remember, this is an African-American male. Yes. In the 30s, in the Deep South. Yeah, he so, was. So, I mean, this is a dangerous time for him, period. He's only able to play in uh, African-American bars because it's still pretty segregated, like hardcore. Um, and so, I mean, it's a dangerous time for him, period. Yeah. Especially with him making a huge name for himself. But, I mean, that's that's just hard. Yeah. He's touring his one last hurrah, making a little extra money, doing something he's really good at, and... Yeah. Just got too drunk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, basically after that, he decided, you know what, this music, I wasn't there for the death of my wife and child because of the music. If I didn't play, I would have been there. And so he pretty much decided it's either all music or nothing and so he threw himself into the music um and then i think it was about two years later mm -hmm. he was found dead um in his hotel room um with no public cause of death even today no one knows how he died officially a lot of people say it's poisoning a lot of people say other so, stuff the very so, last story um the very last story that happened with him so once again everybody he's he's a huge famous blues player he's one of the biggest at the time and after every show he liked to drink he liked to party he liked to have fun but he'd always pull a bottle of top shelf whiskey so the biggest co most common theory of why he died is um he pulled the wrong bottle it wasn't an unopened bottle like he always got from the top shelf. It was actually cracked open. And the biggest theory is someone had poisoned the bottle. Whether it was meant for him or not. Uh, that is the biggest the biggest theory of what actually happened. Yeah, that's 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 the common theory um of what uh of what happened to him is that um uh, another big theory, I guess, along those lines is when he went to go drink from this bottle that he had purchased, um, 
someone else had purchased the same exact bottle and given it to him as a gift instead mm -hmm. of him buying a bottle. So, uh, the, the common thing is that he went into this bar, played his set, went off stage, went to the bar, and some guy was like, hey, this was a really good, really good performance. I'd like to buy you a bottle of whiskey. Which one do you want? Robert Johnson picks out a bottle. The guy takes the bottle, pops the cork, puts poison in it, hands it to Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson drinks it and dies. So, I mean, he is, he is insanely famous um, at this point. Uh, some stuff touches on, some stuff doesn't. But supposedly he used to get into a lot of fights when he'd get drunk. He yeah. he was hugely famous for his music, but outside of the music, he didn't have a lot of friends. He had a lot of people he pissed off with his antics, I guess is the say. Yeah. He, he was really full of himself, which, I mean, at that time, he's that good. Uh... So he was really full of himself, had a lot of, uh, I don't know how to put it. Uh, he had a lot of enemies, I yeah, guess. A lot of people yeah. that were pissed off at him. Um, and who, I mean, he got famous overnight, essentially. Basically, yeah. You know, and it could have been, there's, there, it, it's the 30s. It's the yeah. Deep South. It's an African-American community. We don't know. You know, he yeah. could have had uh, insane gambling debts like most people do. Um, you know, especially when they got money. You yeah. could have had gambling debts that need to be paid off. It could have been uh, a member of her family that was pissed off that he wasn't there and she died. It, uh, the, the, the common belief behind his death is that it was a pissed off husband after Robert Johnson slept with his wife is the, the common, I guess, uh, consensus on what happened when he died. Um, but let's move into the legend of Robert Johnson, the actual And legend. our actual theory of and what our, really happened. Yes, our theory. So the legend is Robert Johnson couldn't play like a guitar. Mm -hmm. Left for about a year. In that year, he went to the crossroads and performed a ritual. Now, the ritual that he was said to have performed is he bought a guitar, went to the crossroads at the strike of midnight, took the guitar, passed it over his left shoulder to mm -hmm. the devil. Mm -hmm. The devil tuned it, handed it back over his right shoulder, and from that point on, Robert Johnson could play any song he could think of any song that was written or unwritten mm -hmm. he could play and he could play it perfectly and masterfully with the devil's tuning um but when he died he would go, go to hell yeah he sold his soul for sold his soul yes to be the greatest blues player mm -hmm. and after that he messed around with the guitar a little bit and then finally went back to that bar that he had first frequented so often to show off his newfound talents mm -hmm. as as a guitar player um and then actually the theory is, is that when he died because it was so mysterious it was the devil taking mm -hmm. you know taking his dues. because it's not just supernatural but a lot of yeah. common lore 
about selling your soul is you only have a finite amount of time. I know for Supernatural it's 10 years, but um, I don't, I've never made the deal, so I'm not too sure, but you have a finite amount of time. That's it. It's not, you get to live to an old age um, and die peacefully. It's when your time's up, the Reaper comes. Yeah. That's it. No way out of it. No way to break this deal. Um, but like we said, a lot of the time accounts are varied. So who knows how long his deal was. It could have been five years. It could have been... Yeah. Um, 10, 15... Yeah. In, in, in the common ritual of doing music for your soul, it's often there is no specified time. Mm -hmm. You just pass... You don't even... Uh, the, the the ritual is you don't even look at the devil. Mm -hmm. If you look at the devil, he will take your soul then, not later. Right. Then. So there's no communication. There's no looking at him. Um, but basically, yeah. So that's that's the theory um, that the devil devil took his soul. Um, and another thing that kind of strengthens this theory for a lot of people in their minds is that his wife and son, he was considering leaving music. The devil didn't want him to. Right. That was the deal. That you can play music. Yep. You play music. That's your deal. Your soul, you play music. Mm -hmm. the, the thought is, is that if he had stopped playing music, he would have had a chance of redemption and his soul wouldn't have been the devil's. Exactly. And so the devil, in trying to keep him playing music... Got rid of the only thing that was stopping him. Yep, exactly. Um, not just that, though. I mean, even if it wasn't true that he did sell his soul, even if that wasn't true, um, the legend grew. Yeah. He played into that legend himself. Oh, yeah. Like, it was the talk of the people, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to play into this. It came out with, uh, at the Crossroads. Uh, Crossroad Blues. Crossroad Blues. One of my favorite albums. I love this one, but oh, yeah. it has songs on there like, uh, Sold My Soul. Uh, uh, Me and the Devil. Yeah. Me and the Devil Blues. Uh, Hellhounds on the Trail. Um, really played into, really played into the I Sold My Soul for this. Yeah. Um, which... Back in that time, they really did sell their soul for music. Because back then, you couldn't have any ties to anybody playing music like that. No. Not not being You're a black man. No, not in the deep south, where it's already dangerous. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they had... What, what were they called? They were called green books. Mm -hmm. So if you were in the south, there was only certain places you could stay, certain places you could eat, certain places you could... You could piss. It's mm -hmm. uh, there was only certain places that they could go. Yeah, and with a lot of these older timey sort of um, sort of musicians, they didn't have cars. They didn't have their own horses. They were relying on other people to get place to place. Hitchhiking was extremely hitchhiking. dangerous. And for yeah, a black man in the deep south, hitchhiking was the most dangerous thing you could do. And so outside of using the wrong facilities at that time. Yeah, but even then if you did it, if you used the wrong facilities, but nobody saw you, it wasn't that big mm -hmm. of a deal. But you're in you're in a car 
with a guy that might be head of the KKK mm-hmm. taking you to your next gig. I mean, it, it, it was dangerous, so you pretty much had to sell your soul to survive. Right, and to me, like I said, Robert Johnson's one of my favorites. I love his music. I love that grainy sound. Like, honestly, I know scientifically it's been disproven. You can't time travel. It's impossible. Uh, they proved that scientifically recently. Um, if I could, if I could, I would carry that man. I would fight for that. I would carry him to his next gig. Mm-hmm. I don't care how far it is. Yeah, I, I would protect that man with my life just just to hear him play in that bar. You know, just to hear, just to hear the sound of him hitting those chords. I would do it, hands down. Yeah. I'd fight off all the KKK. I'd fight off all the white people. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like this man to me was, he was my introduction into the blues. One day I was just bored looking for new music. Um, you know, a lot of rock nowadays, uh, rock period, based off the blues. We, we grew up on country based on the blues. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me, I want to check out the blues. So I was just kind of fiddling around, and I came across one. Robert Johnson looked old. I'm like, okay, let's see. This is going to be probably towards the beginning of blues. Let's hear it. Um, uh, from that day forward, it's it's been an addiction. Um, you know, he paved the way. I, I listened to a lot of BB King. I listened to a lot of Lightning Hopkins. A lot of um, John Lee Hooker. Um, Howlin' Wolf's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, and. You know, Robert Johnson's what got me into that. And to me, he'll still be the first. He'll be, you always remember your first. Yeah. You always remember your first. And to me, that's who he is, is he is my, he's my starter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Robert, Robert Johnson is a, is an amazing musician. And he, he had a skill that not many other musicians have. He could play a guitar so perfect if you listen to most of his songs if you haven't yet i would encourage you to listen to um just the crossroad blues listen to that beginning the guitar it sounds Mm -hmm. like two people are playing separate guitars but that's all him right that's all one man you know the quality is not going to be the best by today's standards because you got to remember it was recorded back in the 30s but it it's that grainy quality, that old, that older quality that just really adds to the ambiance of what this man's doing. You know, by all accounts, you know, um, accounts of his playing. I mean, yeah, the way he could play that guitar, Jimi Hendrix couldn't touch him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, he was an amazing guitarist. Um, but I think with the last 10 minutes, we should get into um, what we believe actually happened with Robert Johnson and how he got so good so quick. Yeah. So my theory, which is the theory of a lot of people that I've seen online, is that after after he left for that one year, He left and found another blues musician. Um, I can't remember his name right now, so I'll have to figure that out later. Um, He found that other musician, and in that year, trained. Trained and honed his musical skills 
in one year and did everything he could, like spending hours and hours in the dead of night just plucking away at this guitar, trying to be as good as he can. And then when he came back one year later, he was mm. good. But the thing is, is with how well he could play. Here's my thing. I do. I honestly... I don't know how much of the legend is true. I don't... Personally, I don't I don't know if he sold his soul. He made a pact with an old god. This is Louisiana we're talking about. You know? New Orleans. Uh, a lot of that came from... Haiti. Uh, and those areas... Hoodoo's huge. Voodoo's huge. I don't know if I necessarily agree with soul to soul to devil. But in one year, even if he practiced for 10 hours a day, that's 3,650 hours. The way he could play, he could go from not a lick to the greatest blues player in the world. Even if he had a, a blues teacher. Yeah. That's insane. In one year. I've known people that have been playing guitar for years and years and years. Like, that's what they do in their spare times. They play guitar. They're in bands. They're, um, can't touch him. Yeah. They can't. There's yeah. no way he was able to do it in a year, personally. So, once again, I don't know if I believe it sold his soul, but he's from southern Louisiana. There's a lot of old... Old tradition down there. Yeah. Old gods. Hoodoo gods. Voodoo gods. Um, uh, like we said, the, the, there's a huge uh, African-American community yeah. down south. They hold to their old ways. You know, coming from Africa. They're still holding on to the old ways. So there's old African gods. You know. Yeah. There's so many other things Besides the devil, the Christian devil, um, that he could have done. I personally, I don't believe that he just practiced, 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 practiced. I mean, even at a standard 10 hours a day, which yeah. is a long time to be sitting there playing the guitar. Yeah. A long time. Uh, that's 3,600 hours in one year. Yeah. There's no possible way. That it was just practice. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things. And, you know, one of the things that he, I think, I think is a very, very good take on it is that his dad wasn't a blues man, mm -hmm. but he played. His dad played. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the big reasons why he wanted to play. So maybe when he was a kid, he would... Well, when he when he was a kid, his dad taught him how to play, so he had these twenty years of experience. Right. And after after he left for you know the reason why he was so bad on stage is either because he wanted to be or was testing stuff out. Yeah, it could have been, could testing, have been experimenting, experimenting with his his art and his craft, and. Uh, you know, one of the other thing is that in that year, him testing his art, him testing his craft, that one year was him perfecting the tests that he wanted to make. Because his blues sounds like no other blues out there. No. I mean, it, it is 
it is haunting, but it is... It's beautiful. It's beautiful and haunting and just... It it, it, it almost speaks to your soul mm-hmm. too well for it to just be, you know? Mm-hmm. Which blues does. Um, but... I don't know. You know, honestly, there's... Unless we could somehow travel back in time and get the true story from Robert Johnson himself, there's going to be too many accounts, too many urban legends. There was already plenty of legends about him while he was alive. Oh, yeah. Let alone after a mysterious death. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's not the only mysterious death that happened to musicians. No, uh, he's a part of, I think it was like, what, the 23 Club? 27? 27 Club. I, no. Um, crap. Let me Google it. But, I mean, take into account, uh, Elvis Presley. Yeah. Which died mysteriously on his toilet. Um. It is 27 Club. It is 27. Robert Johnson is a part of the 27 Club. He is, um, among... Uh, numerous names. Uh, the 27 Club is a mysterious club of a group of musicians who all died at 27. All famous musicians. Mm-hmm. Including Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Amy Winehouse, Brian Jones, Pete Ham, Alan Wilson, um, uh, Kristen Pfaff, <laughs> uh, Dee Boone, um, Dave Alexander, Richie Edwards, Linda Jones, Jacob Miller, you know, all these people that died at 27. Right. Which, to put that just into perspective, um, this is the greatest blues player of all time. He's the same age I am. You know what I mean? He's the most famous, most sought after, uh, Blues player. Yeah. He's got this massive legend behind him. I, uh, I'm 27. You know, I got three kids, two jobs, and two podcasts. Like, I can't imagine. I honestly can't. I can't imagine what what it would be like to be 27 and one of the most famous people. Yeah. Apologies for the dogs barking, by the way. Yeah, uh, we have we have a couple of extra hosts this week, uh, Bruno and Macy. Bruno, come on, dude, chill out. Um, yeah, and we may never know what actually happened with no. Robert Johnson. We may never know his true story. But until then, we we still have his beautiful music. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to speculate. It really is, um, because there are so many myths yep so many different accounts of the man you know so there's so much to go off of and try to figure out what happened yes we may never know the truth but that's not going to stop us from trying to find it yeah um all right well i guess uh plug our socials uh so crypto natural we have it on twitter at crypto natural one uh hit us up there uh, likes, dislikes, uh, show ideas, theories, theories, definitely hit me with some theories. Um, 
I'm much more active on that one. I love communicating with you guys, talking with you guys. Um, we also have an Instagram, which isn't as uh, well-maintained. I'm not on there as often, but that one's at CryptoPod. Definitely hit us up there. I will respond as soon as I can. I try to make it pretty fast. Um, and if you prefer ghost schools, uh, yeah, if you prefer ghost schools and goblins, uh, go check out our sister podcast, Paranormal Bros. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, and uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah, that's another. That's one. the one we always forget. That's one we always forget. So I was, I always loved your intro. To what? To Krypton, uh, to Paranormal Bros. Yeah. Because it's Ghost Ghouls and Goblins. Yeah. Yeah. But Ghouls and Goblins belong to Cryptonatural. So, okay. <laughs> We're going to get into this real quick. We have two minutes left. We're going to get into this. Goblins? Are fey. Are fey. Yes. But Ghouls? they are a spiritual being. No. No. They, they are, are a fairy. Yes, they are a fairy. And what are fairies? Fairies are spiritual beings. No, they're extra dimensional beings. Exactly. Ghouls spiritual. are, are the same shit. Ghouls are essentially zombies. Ghouls are essentially zombies, but Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. I know. It, they're, they're, re, possessed. They're, they're, re, they're, they're possessed. They're possessed. They're reanimated corpses. Yes. You know what a ghost is? A ghost. That is a corporeal being. Okay. okay, I'm telling you. I this. just think it's funny. I'm just saying. That's all it is. Okay, welcome, I think it's funny. Welcome to the middle of our new segment. You have no proof. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, but uh, let us know about um, yeah. what's the subject again. Yeah, we had a lot of fun making that. We we did. Um, yeah, it should have gone up last week. So if you didn't listen to it, please do. Um, it's on both podcast mm -hmm. feed. Um, basically, just to give you a little explanation of what the plan is for that, um, we don't have time for three separate podcasts, no. so let us know. And we know we do get off topic quite a bit on our show. Yes. Um, which we try not to, but it always happens with tangents. So yes. we're thinking, you know, if you guys really like just hearing us get stupid, we'll put that one on Fridays and kind of intermix Paranormal Bros and Cryptic Natural. Yes. Um, but let us know what you think, honestly, like yeah. hit the download, hit the like, let us know mm -hmm. because we had a lot of fun making that yes, one. Yes, we really did. Um, it was, it was a good show. You know, if you, if you enjoy us just sitting here talking, being brothers, basically. That, that's what we sound like on yeah, yeah. our day to day conversations. That's, honestly, that's what we do all day, every day when we're just sitting there talking. So but check it out. We start with horror films and we cut way out there like way way out there we did so uh let us know let us know if you like it uh if you want us to keep doing it yeah if you guys give us positive reactions we will mix paranormal bros and cryptonatural keeping the same name as cryptonatural just doing a little more ghosts on this podcast and um keeping that one separate mm -hmm. as its own little thing a little more comedy a little more lighthearted, a lot more just random topics but yeah and i know i don't normally do this guys but i'm gonna give you a little hint see if you can figure out what my next talking point is gonna be on crypto natural i don't know if it'll be the next episode or episode after or anything like that oh i'm excited project <laughs>